Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is Hog Reaction. Mark Mitchell drives the paint. Brazil off his feet. Trevin blocks the shot anyway. Blocker out of there with it. He'll lead the break all the way to the other end, and he lays it in. Hog Reaction is presented by KC Insurance Partners. KC Insurance Partners, local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. Action after a 79-70 loss to the Oklahoma Sooners, Arkansas, not their best outing tonight, and it happens. We're live in Tulsa at Lefties on Greenwood. If you're still in the area, you can come by and see us. Ty Richardson, former Arkansas basketball player, Matt Jones and Big C. And, gentlemen, not what I expected tonight offensively, Matt. That's how I think we have to start, and you kind of alluded to it before we came on. That's not going to get you wins in March. No, Ty, it's uh, it's good to be here with you to this evening, U2C unit. Uh, yeah, watching the game tonight, man, you, you, you really thought it, it kind of was similar to that Duke game, Ty, where the, the first half it was kind of nobody really got a lead. Uh, and then they, they kind of made a run right there at the, the the beginning of the or the end of the first half and then to the second half, and we never answered. That that was the thing that never happened in the second half. And and I don't know what happened with Muss, if you, if you could kind of tell what – what was that? But it was just kind of chaos for us. We, we never looked comfortable. Here's what it looked like to me, Matt. There was an Oklahoma player that also got a technical during that incident. It looked like there was one of them that was mocking the bitch. Must did not take Coop kindly to that there because there was an incident that had happened earlier that there was a no call. And so he, of course, went off against the officials. And that is what ultimately led to your head basketball coach for the second time in three years getting ejected from the BOK and This has kind of been an interesting series thus far, y'all, because it really hasn't been close in three games. I know last year was by 10 points. This one was by nine. But if you look, and, and the year before was even worse, guys, if you watch this game, this was not a nine-point game. Oklahoma thoroughly dominated this basketball game, specifically in the second half. Yeah, they we, we, we didn't play much better in the first half either, but you're right. The second half, they, t- they took it away. We were 29% shooting uh, from the field in the first half, and OU was 56%. And too many times, Ty, that we, we didn't get enough easy bu- buckets. I thought Oklahoma played downhill better than 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 we did, meaning attacking the paint and getting getting to the realm. And and we ball watch a lot and, and shoot a lot of last-second three-pointers or, or you're trying to get up a shot, a, a, a contested jump shot with four seconds left on the shot clock. Matt, I really felt like in the Duke game and the Furman game, you saw some progress offensively because there's no denying that they pass the basketball, but sometimes there's no passes with purpose. And these last two games, I'm like, all right, they're starting to figure it out a little bit, starting to get in rhythm. And really, they had in the, the I would say the first part of the first half, I felt like they were passing the ball well. And then you just you look at the the stat sheet, and they're shooting thirty something percent for the game. It was just it was horrific. The fact that they were able to get to seventy points in this game is pretty it's pretty crazy to me, considering when they ended up shooting forty percent for the game, twenty of fifty offensively is just out of sync all night long. Again, it's Hog Reaction presented by our friends at KC Insurance Partners. If you want to call or text myself, Matt Jones, and Big C on the McCarty Daniel Hotline, you can do so at 877-377-6963. Matt, I, I will say this. I'm excited to, to see Oklahoma more often 
in the SEC because we've had this series the last three years in Tulsa. I know you don't have them on the football schedule this next season, but it is going to be nice to play a team that's the closest venue SEC-wise in your conference. Yeah, it should it should do good for that for the atmosphere and uh, should help for recruiting. And Oklahoma has had some good players. Arkansas, I know we put a lot of guys in the NBA as well. But you, but you look at Austin Reeves, uh, you, you look at Trey Young. Uh, I mean, they've been, they've been putting some guys in the league. Blake Griffin. I mean, that was Absolutely. a fun game back in the day. Buddy when you, Hill. When you beat, yeah, Buddy Hill. That's a big C. That's a great point. So yeah, Oklahoma. I, I, they don't. Their fan base, Matt, kind of like they don't have the same passion that we do for basketball, but they've had some dudes, and you just li- you rattled off four of them right there. That's it's really difficult to 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 put anything against those guys because they have had success at the next level as well. And I, again, uh, I want to be clear about tonight's game. There are going to be people that freak out tonight that freak out Monday. It's still a non-conference game. It's early. You're not what you want to be record-wise right now. Eric Musselman would tell you that. Um, but we still have a, oh, we still have a lot of – Arkansas still has a lot of work to do, and they need it in conference play. December – excuse me, January 6th is your conference opener and, really your, and the first game you'll play back in Budwalton Arena for a while. So, really, Matt, you still got a month till conference play to kind of figure some things out. Yeah, team offense has to be better, uh, more co- more cohesion on the offensive end. Uh, and, and then the defense as well. We're, we're not getting enough stops, and, and we're giving up too many yeah. easy baskets uh, when it counts. And if you can get some stops, and that, that translates to easy points. And uh, we, we really just didn't look in sync. It, it looked like uh, we were a quarterback trying to throw it to a, a wide receiver uh, and you're just missing the window, and you're and you're and you're then you, then you're missing the window and throwing it late or throwing it behind. We just never looked in sync on offense. No, we did not. All right, we're going to take a quick break again. We want to open up our McClarty Daniel hotline at eight seven seven three seven seven six nine six three. We're going to be here till seven thirty tonight. So if you've got any thoughts on tonight's game on this basketball team moving forward, heck, we've had plenty of. Other things to talk about, Shohei Otani signing for $700 million. Harding is headed to the D2 Championship. Chris Paul committed to Ole Miss. Andrew Armstrong's coming back. Heck, we gave you to talk about the Christmas party yesterday. So we won't just talk basketball. That will be the majority. But we'll also talk some other things as well. Talk reaction live at Lefties on Greenwood in Tulsa. Matt Jones, Big C. I'm Ty Richardson. More when we return. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And it's presented by KC Insurance Partners. KC Insurance Partners, local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. And that's exactly where you need to go, where Kevin and Ricky Cowan can help you with all your health and all your life insurance needs. If you missed it, again, KC Insurance harrison.com that's casey and for all your health life and information kevin and ricky cowan can help you out matt jones big c ty richardson with you here on hog reactions we're live in tulsa lefties on gruid matt the officiating tonight that's going to be talked about on all three local shows here on monday on espn arkansas hit that line.com what did you notice about tonight's game 
Well, you, you know, when you look at the free throw percentages and the free throws attempts, it was pretty even. Uh, I, I thought they missed a couple calls when when the guy hooked. Uh, oh, was it number one? And and Musk got thrown. I mean, Musk kind of really got on him. He he gave him a hook and then pushed off, and they call a foul on us. Uh, I, I I thought was kind of kind of brutal. Uh, but yeah, the officials never really. It, it, the game didn't seem to flow. Like it, there was a lot of stop. There was a lot of whistle. A lot of huddle up. Like everybody, it's almost like they have this pitch timer in Major League Baseball now. They they got to start this clock for free throws. You need you got it's got to it's got to show twelve seconds right after the whistle, and you, so you can get on the line and free throws. They're they're doing all this huddle muddle timeout. Like and, and it's there's really not getting a flow uh, of the basketball game this evening. Yeah, I I felt the same way at times, and really Arkansas offensively kept spudding. But there were a time or two where they went on a run. And I was like, all right, they're going to do something. They're going to do something. But they just never, again, got in a full rhythm. What the I expected them to. I mean, you look at let's look at the starters tonight, for example. So Tremont Markins three for seven with eight points. L. Ellis one for four with five points. Devo two of six for four points. Chandler Lawson only one attempt, zero points, and Trevin. Only did not have a point as well. So your starters, Matt, combined for only 17 of your 70 points. Most times, you're not going to win basketball games that way, man. Yeah, I, and, and I'm, you know, I'm a I'm a L. Ellis fan, and and for somehow he's not being able to get to 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 to, to get on the floor. Uh, only eight minutes with a start, and it's tough too, uh, Ty. When 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 both halves, I get it. Hey, man, if if you want Khalif Battle to be a starter, what what's up with subbing somebody sixty three seconds into the game? He he did that. He did that to start the first to the first half and the second half, and it, it's like, well, we, I just don't understand it. it there, there's nothing worse as a player starting the game and then forty seven seconds come by, and, and and then all of a sudden you're subbed out. Uh, you know, yeah. go, go ahead and start your guy if you're going to start him. Ellis is quick. Ellis Ellis got to the rim. He had a turnover when Makai Mitchell couldn't catch the ball. I get that. Uh, I, I think Ellis gives you a little more balance because he's a pass-first guard. We do a lot of standing and watching on offense. We, we kind of pass it a couple times, and, and they were in a little matchup zone. We're just kind of dribbling at, dribbling around and let, letting them switch easy, not really running an offense. Uh, we we kind of were the Iowa – the Iowa footballs of offense tonight, man. It was it was really hard to <laughs> hard hard to watch. And if, if this team is going to continue to play like this on offense, they're not going to go very far. No, they're not. And I would say to your point about L. Ellis, Matt. I mean, you know better than most the confidence that it takes away from you when you get sub basically a minute into the ball game after year. And he started a good chunk of the games, if not all of them this year. But he has gotten a quick pull. The turnovers, he's had some issues there. His turnover to assist ratio is not what Eric Musselman wants it to be now. He's gotten beat on defense a few times. But you just think about the the number of players that Arkansas had there tonight. I mean, they end up playing a good job. I'm not necessarily going to count Joseph Pinion because he's not consistently there. But, I mean, you went, what, 10 or 11 deep tonight again? And... I'm so we're what are we nine games into Arkansas season now at this point? I'm surprised that the the rotation has it, and I guess it will in conference. But I need to go back and look when he kind of siphoned it down. But you mentioned the game flow; it really didn't seem like there was a game flow in terms of subbing tonight. It worked; it's worked in other games, just didn't seem to work tonight against against Oklahoma, Matt. Yeah, you know, anytime you have two starters, and I, and I guess you had three of them play under 20 minutes, but you know, Lawson only playing nine and Ellis only playing nine. Uh, they, they never really got into a rhythm, uh, and, and, and Blocker, he, he he's a freshman. You know, if you're if you're looking at some good things, let's try to look at some positives, Ty. Um, 
You know, we shot the ball from the free throw line uh, really well. Uh, we, we did. We had a couple steals, had 10 steals, six blocks. Um, but we never were a threat. We, we never got anything going. After they went on that run to end the first half and, and really broke away, we started the second half. What happened? Free throw line. Made a basket. Free throw line again. Like two of our first three possessions, we went to the free throw line. We were attacking, being aggressive. And then far too many times, we just throwing the ball around the perimeter, going a little dribbling with no movement, and then four seconds get on the clock. And, and Mark can do that. He can get to the lane, and, and he has that in his bag. But – you don't want that to be your only offense. No, you do not. All right, let's take our first phone call of the night on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. It goes to Kerry, who's in Tulsa tonight. Kerry, what's going on on Hog Reaction? Hey, nothing much, man. Good to be on again. I love hearing from Matt Jones there. Hey, you know, one of my biggest things is I do not understand why we continue to leave battle out there. I know we're looking at for some offense. His defense is not the best, in my opinion. And it seems like if he's either on or he's not, and we spend too much time with him, I'd like to see more Blocker and more Devo Davis, uh, to be honest with you tonight. Uh, they were well, the guard. Yeah, Kerry, I think the deal with Battle is, I mean, we, we've seen it. He's had multiple 20-point performances. He When he's on, he's on. And tonight, unfortunately, he was just off. You look at his his final tally tonight, uh, Caleb Battle ended up with, let's see, 2 of 10 for 13 points. So he still knocked down 8 free throws, but... Uh, yeah, it just depends. Like, like you said, he's not the same ferocious defender as some of the other guys. He, I think, he actually ended up with two steals though tonight. Um, so, but I, I get where you're coming from. It just wasn't his night tonight, Kerry. Still on Brazil there towards the end that he didn't go back in. Is he injured again, or were they just limiting his minutes so they could get him ready for SEC play? What, what, what was going on there? Well, I, that's a good. Go ahead, Matt. Well, I, I was going to say I thought it was kind of kind of odd that maybe he played tonight, uh, but but I thought it was very smart of them to to not put him back in. Ank- ankle injuries like that, man, you, you got to have a little time, a little rest to, to to heal up. But he's a young kid, and and he'll heal fast and heal quick. But you could tell he he was a little uh, a little tender out there, a little timid, kind of just uh, just. And, but still, being his length, he can still cause havoc and and make plays. But you could you could tell that that he was he was kind of favoring a little bit. Yeah, and you mentioned this a little while ago, Matt. You just wonder. I know you're trying to get him back in the rhythm, but he did not look anything like himself tonight. Do you think they would have been better, better off? And I know it's weird saying because he's their NBA guy. Would they have been better off just trying to go without him? Did that? Do you think that disrupted the flow a little bit of the just the rotation having him out there, even though he wasn't, it didn't look like himself. You know that that could have, and and I, I bet Coach Muss and and you know I don't know this, but we we have a great uh, training staff up there, and, and they got great facilities, and, and I'm sure the question goes like this: if if we play the kid. Does is it good? Is there chance that it's going to hurt him worse? Is it going to make it where he? Is, is there any chance to further injure it other than just the regular play? And if the doctor said no, it's just going to be tender, but it's not going to hurt any worse. Then yeah, then then, then you play him. Yeah, it's it's tough because you know he wants to play, especially against a ranked opponent that hadn't lost to this point, but. Again, unfortunately, just didn't look like his night. So we got Kerry's call again. If you've got some thoughts as well, you can jump in here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 877-377-6963. Kerry, we appreciate you calling in tonight. Um, so moving forward, Matt, there, and by the way, you look at their schedule, Arkansas is now 6-4. and four. I was off by one game. So they're 6-4. and four. You've got three games remaining. How do you – 
when you were playing, how do you keep a team motivated right before New Year's? I know you can get motivated once conference part, but you got finals, you got Christmas, you got New Year's. How much more difficult is that on a coach and really on the players themselves to, to stay focused on the three tasks ahead? You know, Ty, uh, I, I don't know, uh, but I, I know for myself, we, we wanted to play. Man, it was awesome. You, you'd have guys going going to, going up to the gym, uh, Coach Darren Sorensen, give us the keys, and you'd go in there and get shots up with, because the campus is kind of dry. You know, there's not a lot of people up there. It's just your brothers, and you're able to go play and really just focus on basketball. And so it's a good time for them just to focus on basketball right now. I think uh, NC Wilmington is actually – uh, beat a beat a top twenty five team this year, so that's not yep, going to be beat a, Kentucky. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. In rup, in rup, Matt Jones. Well, and and so now you have what you get another six seven days to 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 get Brazil healthy, uh, and, and really you have two weeks to to get him back as healthy as you can because January sixth, Ty, it's here, man. We put we play Auburn, and Auburn's a real basketball team. Yeah, and I think about this game next week where, again, Arkansas does not have a midweek game this week. Matt just said it. Uh, they will play Lipscomb in North Little Rock in Simmons Bank Arena. So you'll have a different dynamic. We know Central Arkansas, Southern Arkansas, and Eastern Arkansas really enjoys that game. For Devo Davis, Jacksonville, Lane Blocker, who played his ball, Mama Mater, Little Rock Christian, that's an important game. And um, Matt, you've talked about, again, the, the game of war more. It's a little different. Did you get to play? I can't remember. Did you play a game? And in, in I guess it would have been all tailback when you were playing? No, but uh, you know, Ty, I did go see the old Rim Rockers play a game back there when they had <laughs> they had Brandon Dean on that team. And, and Brandon Dean was a former teammate of mine uh, when, I was, when I was a true freshman there. And you want to talk about a dude that could go. Uh, he reminds me a lot. You know who, who Battle kind of reminds me a little bit of Dean uh, as far as their athleticism and their explosiveness and then their ability to score. Brandon Dean could get a bucket anytime he wanted to. Yeah, he was also like the, one of the most explosive dunkers mm-hmm. you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Between So, Matt, between him, yeah, Sonny Weems. Teddy Gibson was on that team, Teddy too. Gibson. Yeah. yeah, you guys had some uh, You guys had some teammates that could throw it down at that point. Oh, that was a – Go ahead. Olu Famatini, the the Canadian, and Ronnie Brewer, they had just uh, one of the amazingest dunk contests ever uh, during during shoot-around one time. <laughs> Talk about just athletes, man. There there was a couple jumpers there. Uh, and Ar- I mean, Arkansas, we know, has some athleticism. Trevin Brazil is a, is a great dunker. We saw Debo get out on the open floor after a transition bucket. They just weren't really able to do that tonight which is not necessarily typical of this fast they ended up with 13 fast spray points which isn't awful but i, I you kind of want to be more in the 20s it's, it's weird again bench points wise they were they had some awesome like bench points but they just didn't get they had 53 total bench points y'all they just didn't get anything from their starters tonight Unfortunately, Again, it's Hog Reaction. We're live at Lefties on Greenwood here in Tulsa. If you're in the area and you want to come by and see us, Matt Jones, Big C, and Ty Richardson as well. Guys, we will talk some more basketball. Um, I did want to ask both of y'all's opinion about this, though. Uh, so Chris Paul uh, just announced his commitment to, to Ole Miss, who has not just been an SEC West opponent since you joined in 92, but also an opponent that you'll welcome into Donald W. Reynolds Ragebag Stadium. I think that game's in November, if I remember that correct. So to that point, guys, what do we think about this? Because this is not going to be the only time that happens. Uh, This is going to be more and more prevalent. What are your thoughts on an Arkansas guy going to a, we'll call it an SUS school, even though it's dying next year? 
Well, you know, Chris Paul, I thought was our number one defensive player. If you're if you were picking sides, you know, you're picking him first. The the kid is absolutely talented. He he's going to play on Sundays. You know, you kind of would want to sit down and, and and talk to him. Uh, it was is it about money? Uh, is it about wanting to win? Uh, you know, you know what is it? You know, when you go one and seven. Uh, I, th- I think that's kind of, it, it's tough. It's, it's tough going one and seven, but there's no question that kid can play. And the, the, the other, it, it does hurt when it's interconference uh, division. The thing is, though, Ty, it, it doesn't matter where this kid plays next year. It does, it's, it's not going to change his draft status anymore. So he's doing it for, for the college thing, uh, absolutely. And it just kind of hurts when one of your own goes, goes to, a, to, a, to a rival. Yeah, it's a, Go ahead, Dixie. Yeah, it really does. I mean, it makes you wonder why he left. Like, what had to be the reason? And was it a good enough reason to go to your one of your division rivals? I mean... That's what I mean. Like, do you think it was just the money, the dollar figure? Because, you know, he he was the number one defensive player on this team. Yeah, I yeah, think Money had a lot he was, to do with go, it. No, sorry, Bixie. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to th- say it had to be money because, I mean... I mean, well, I mean, I'm not going to say it's just money because, I mean, what, they go 10-2 and two this year? Well, they're so. going to be – yeah, they're going to have a chance to be in the playoff 12 next year. You know, 10-2 and two gets – they would have been in there this year. That's a great point. You think about Ole Miss, two of the last three seasons do have 10 wins. I know that makes Arkansas fans angry because you feel like you're a better football program than Ole Miss, but Kevin's got a cookie there right now. There's no question about that to this point. By the way, an update on your Arkansas volleyball team. They are currently up 13 13- to 12 right now in the third set. Now they're down two sets to zero, so if they lose this set, they are eliminated from the NCAA tournament, but they're playing the the best team in college volleyball, or at least one of the best teams in college volleyball, now tied up 13 to 13. That first set looked like it was close, but man, that second set was all Nebraska. They've got to get this one. (laughs) They took it. Uh, Matt, you think we were kind of talking about this during the break, so Nebraska volleyball had 90 thousand plus people attend in, in Lincoln earlier this year for uh, the highest if I remember correctly the highest women uh, attended athletics event I, I think in world history or at least in US history what what is the like the largest crowd you've ever played in front of well we played that that six overtime game uh, in Knoxville uh, against the Tennessee volunteers back in what was that oh two I think I still see Jason Witten going down the middle of the field uh I want to say it's 106,000, 111. I don't remember what it was, but I know it was it was triple digits at the time. Tennessee was one of the largest stadiums in college football. I don't know, I don't know who is now, uh, but yeah, that that was uh, that that was probably the most intense as far as crowd size. I remember you finding Richard Smith down the sideline for 92 uh, yards. Yep, yes, oh, sir. Richard Smith, talk of- about an athlete. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and that's uh, I know you've been very, very vocal about Arkansas football needing more guys with speed, with tracks be like Richard and um, some of the other outstanding guys that have come through our football program last two decades. And I wonder, again, we're kind of going bouncing all over the yard here. We will come back to basketball, I promise. But, Matt, I've heard a lot of former players talk about Bobby Petrino this week, and I know his name might not resonate with every high school kid because you got to remember they were a little younger when, when – Things were rocking and rolling in 2010, 2011. But do you think, like, do you think he understands how desperately Arkansas needs speed on offense at the skill positions? You think that's it's entered his mind how bad they need what they had in 2010, 2011? 
You know, every, everywhere uh, Bobby Petrino goes, that they they win. Um, and he's uh, he's an offensive savant. He, he knows. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Ty. A hundred percent. If you don't have speed, you can't win in the SEC. You you got to have some playmakers on the outside uh, that they can take that seven yard pass and and take it sixty yards. Uh, and, and Bobby P. He'll draw them up. He'll he'll get these guys in space. And uh, it's it's uh, Arkansas is lucky to have him. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a short break here, get Tog reaction live from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're reacting to a 79-70 loss to the Sooners in the BOK Center. Again, it's Hog reaction presented by KC Insurance Partners. If you want to jump in with me, Matt Jones, and Big C, you can do so at 877-377-6963. we got an hour coming up here. Stay with us on ESPN Arkansas and hit that line. Partners, KC Insurance Partners, local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. And we welcome you back to Hog Reaction presented by KC Insurance Partners. And we welcome in Michael in Prairie Grove, who's on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Michael, what's going on tonight, man? Oh, it's not not too good. The Razorbacks um, didn't do too well tonight. No, they did not. Uh, Yeah. I um, I pulled up some information about Steph Curry, and it said that he has the best hand-eye coordination ever. It's over the top. And that's why he's so good at the three-point shots. And um, I'm a neuroscientist, and hand-eye coordination is controlled by a neurotransmitter called dopamine. And the more dopamine that you have, the better your hand-eye coordination will be. Now... The color blue actually makes the brain produce dopamine. And this is a, a well-known fact um, about the color blue and dopamine. And now the color red actually inhibits dopamine. The color red stimulates adrenaline and cortisol, and those brain chemicals are stress hormones that inhibit uh, dopamine. And it's, a, it's another known, a well-known fact that teams with the color red do not do as well as teams with the color blue. So uh, maybe we should have uh, the blue hogs and um, have better performances by the teams. And it's particularly critical for the for the male brain because male brain has a hard time with dopamine to begin with. But when the male brain looks at the color blue, it actually gets 300% more dopamine than the female brain looking at blue. So, um, and this, this is, I mean, it sounds a little bit odd, but this is all the stuff that I'm talking about is very well researched. So you think, let me, and, just to just to land the plane, Michael, you think after, what, 100 plus years of Arkansas sporting red that they should change to the Blue Hogs? I just want to make sure I'm, I'm clear on your uh, where you're trying to go the, the, tonight. Uh, yes, and it's not just, hand-eye coordination, dopamine also helps with relationships and sports. Well, uh, Michael, I'm sorry. i got to cut you off, brother. <laughs> I, that is the craziest call I think I've ever taken on ESPN Arkansas. He's a neuroscientist? Uh, Matt, did, did, the, did the Red prohibit you, you guys from going to Atlanta for the SEC championship in 2002? I don't well, think well, it did. did yeah, it? both these teams are red. I guess Alabama should change their colors, too. Gosh. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. 
I mean, I guess you could cite Kansas and Kentucky, two blue bloods in college basketball, but I just... I what's can't. that? What's I, that college campus where they paint the uh, the visiting team's locker room pink because they they oh. they starts uh it's it's like a uh, in Ohio somewhere I think. I but, know, yeah. But to get the psychological, that's kind of what the Michael Michael was talking. This is kind of the psychological feel of it. I think. I guess Which, Oklahoma's it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what color your jerseys are. Oklahoma's red. You was, play like that. You let your team. You let you play defense like that. Let them shoot fifty one percent from the field. Uh, taking way too many contested shots. I mean, shooting 40% for ourselves. I mean, we're not going to win very many games if we don't play better. We could be in pink, red, blue, orange. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's you, you, you nailed it. You shoot like that and you play defense like that. That's the issue. And I, I do find it interesting. Again, Arkansas now 6-4 six, six, six and four this season. Guys, they don't have a quad one win. They had an opportunity to get one night. They're 0-2 in quad one opportunities. Defensively, they are not as far along 10 games in as they've been the last three years. Now, offensively, you could argue that at points they've looked better, but they're so inconsistent like tonight. We, like, Anthony, think about the point guards that you've had. J.D. Note is kind of the anomaly, but you've had Jimmy Witt, you've had Jalen Tate, and you've had Anthony Black. 6'7", 6'5", and 6'6". L's... 6'2", 6'1", on a, it's really honestly, he's about 6'1". And then you look at the other, they just don't, Matt, they don't have the same length defensively that Eric Musselman is accustomed to having at his, not just his, his point guard, but his three as well. We are, this is a smaller unit uh, and a little bit, little bit lighter as well. Uh, no, no question about that. Uh, but, but it's, it's, it comes about playing team defense and being in the right help spot and, and, and being two passes ahead and knowing where your man is and knowing what he likes to do. There's all the little things that, that help not getting lost with your eyes and getting backdoor cut. I, I know that was a problem the last couple games. Uh, and then on the offensive end, it's, it's really just, a a non-flowing kind of pass the ball and and not really attacking. You're you're not really doing a whole lot of movement with purpose. Let me say you're just you're just moving the ball a little bit, passing here, and then you look up and it's like, all right, I got to create, I got to do something. But you're not running any type of offense. Yeah, it did not look like there was any sort of flow, any sort of chemistry, and that's weird considering the last two games looked a lot better than it actually did to this point. Bobby cites that this is a long year coming again. Eric Musselman's teams have struggled the first 10 or so games of conference play, and then they have a low in conference. Guys, this is not – I'm not saying they're 100% issuing for the NCAA tournament. I don't want people to miss Heary, but there have been issues that they figured out early. This has been a tough non-conference slate when you think about the opponents they've had to play to this point, Matt, but I don't think people should start jumping the ship just yet from this basketball team uh, even though they are sitting six and four right now, you know I, I think we have a lot of talent. Ty, you're you're right. Uh, there there there's plenty of talent on this team, uh, I, and, and I'm a believer in Coach Mus. I, I'm a believer in this team, no question about it. They're they're going to have to get better. They're going to have to work on a couple things, figure it out, get an identity on offense. It can't just be hero ball. It, it can't just it can't just be this one one man show. Uh, really run it, run it. You got to have more assists. We, we, we what do we have today? We had uh, eight assists, I believe. Uh, that's not uh, that's 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 not going to win. You're you're yep, not going to win right. in March if you're having eight assists. And I think they nearly had twenty 
against Duke and, and also against Furman, if I remember that right. They've got to get in that double-digit range. Passes are one thing, assists are another, and Arkansas, again, has got to get to that point where that's more consistent offense. I mean, again, it's early, y'all. We're 10 games in, but there has to be some improvements that you look at moving forward at this point. Again, it's Hog Reaction presented by KC Insurance Partners, Matt Jones, Big C, and Ty Richardson with you till about 7.30 tonight. And if you want to call or text us like uh, Michael did, don't necessarily agree with his take on the McCarty-Daniel hotline, but you could still jump in here this morning. Matt, when do they start? When do they need to start cutting down the rotation? This has been a staple of Eric Musselman. Seven guys play, maybe an eighth if there's foul trouble. I mean, again, 10 games into this thing, when when do we see them go into a shorter rotation unlike we've seen through the first 10 games? Yeah, what is January 6th will be the first conference game. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Ty, that, that, that's a good question because you're going to have a little bit of in, in, injuries like, like like you have with Graham's had, had some back issues. Uh, Mark had the injury and and now Brazil's kind of banged up. So you're kind of you're kind of still figuring out and defining your role right now. I, I think really Ty, to, to answer your question, these next couple games, you know, to these next couple games, who goes out there, who runs the offense, who who knows how to be where to be on defense, who can communicate. I did see him doing that a little bit. Uh, you know, at the foul line, calling out, "Hey, man, I got twenty-four. Hey, man, I got you know." Always, you gotta always be communicating on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and they need to again. We gotta we gotta think about this, Matt. So, all right. So, Trevin Brazil was here last year. L. Ellis was not. Devo was here last year. Chandler Lawson was not. Neither was Tremont Mark. Neither was Caleb Battle. Uh, Joseph Pinion played a little bit, but he's I don't think gonna be much of a rotation guy. Uh, Layden Blocker, true freshman, one here last year. Jalen Graham and Makai Mitchell were here last year, and Jeremiah Davenport was not. So basically half of your either starter slash playing rotation didn't play with each other last year. So, again, you're trying to mesh as quick as possible, not just offensively but on the defensive end. And I felt like there was some miscommunications at point tonight, whether it was picks, screen and rolls, hard hedges. Saw they, they just didn't seem like that uh, they knew 100% what they're doing. And give credit to Oklahoma. That, that's a good basketball team. It's not a terrible loss, but it's a game that you would love to have on your re- resume as a quad one win, Matt. Yeah, it, it, it should kind of be a wake-up call right there. I thought Oklahoma was the more physical team. I thought they were they were more under control for the most part. Uh, early on, they were a little sloppy. It, it, early, you know, the first 8, 12 minutes, they were feeling each other out. And then it looked like Oklahoma figured it out. And uh, we, we never really made a run until late. You know, the last two minutes, When if you're down 20 in the last two minutes, uh, I, I get it. But we, 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 we didn't quit. You know, that's, 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 a, good, that's a good sign. Uh, there, there wasn't any quit in us. There's still fights. That's a good point. Yep. And you gotta have you gotta have it, and even even when you're getting blown, it wasn't encouraging to see that in like you're saying, Matt, where they did not quit. That's a good thing, right? And and, and that could very easily you could have, you know, your coach gets thrown out, the the double tech, and and, the, and you're down twenty. It could have been easy to hang your head, uh, but Keith Smart and them boys, man, they 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 had fight in them, and and so you you at least like to see that, and so so you can work with that. You you, you can get back into the to the film room, uh, and and that's that's what this says, Ty. What a game like this says, guys. We got to get better if if we want to reach our goals. I'm sure they have a, a, a set of goals on the wall in there, or they talk about, "Hey, this is what we're trying to do: win our home games, uh, what our records trying to." Th- this type of basketball that we got to get better. 
Yeah, they absolutely do. And speaking of fighting and battling back, the Arkansas Razorback women's bat or women's volleyball team is one point away from winning the third set and keeping this thing going. So that's on ESPNU right now. I've got that on here at Lefties and Greenwood while we're doing this show as well. And then we got uh, Matt. You were talking about your excitement level. We got a play for the first time ever. The NBA is doing that playing tournament. The Los Angeles Lakers against the. Indiana Pacers, and uh, this is the the final. I it's kind of it's kind of weird calling it a championship because of course the NBA Finals is the tail end of the season. But I know you're excited to to maybe uh, maybe sip on a little bourbon and watch that tonight. This is it's kind of like you have like an FA Cup or the the Carabao Cup over there in in, in Europe, and, and you have an in season uh, trophy game, in season trophy tournament. I mean, uh, where you can add something to to the trophy case, and and I know they get a big payout for this. Uh, and and say what you want about LeBron, Ty. That dude. I mean, he's he's still. I mean, for one game, for 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 you know, for 32 minutes on the floor, he he can still be the best player in the world. Uh, just unbelievable fan of LeBron James, his longevity and, and how he goes about it and in his game. And then the the kids you were telling me about, Ty, I haven't seen play yet for Indiana, uh, who who's the new hotness. And and this be my first time watching him play tonight. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton played his college ball at Wichita State. He is uh, he's actually getting interviewed right now by uh, Richard Jefferson. He has been fun to watch, not just this season, but a couple seasons he's been in the NBA. Just an update, Arkansas Volleyball wins the third set. So they are down 2-1 currently in Nebraska. For those who don't know the rules, five sets total if you get past if you get to um, if you get to that point. Nebraska has a chance to close it out the next set, but Arkansas has a chance to tie it up at two sets. So we'll continue to update that. We'll continue to talk Arkansas basketball and we'll touch on a little football as well as we continue here on Hog Reaction, ESPN Arkansas and hitthatline.com. Trevin blocks the shot anyway. Blocker out of there with it. He'll lead the break all the way to the other end and he lays it in. Hog Reaction is presented by KC Insurance Partners. KC Insurance Partners, local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. And we welcome you back into Hog Reaction right now. Again, if you want to call or text us, you can do so on the McCarty Daniel Hotline. That's where Ca- Cabbage Head is patiently waiting. Cabbage Head, you got about eh, about a minute or two. Go ahead, man. Okay. Well, I got to go in and start to work, just like you guys have been doing here in a minute, so I won't be long. But I wanted to ask Matt uh, and you, do you notice that every time y'all, you guys have covered a lot of things that they need to improve in, but why is it that we're taught these things and in, in when you're young playing basketball, and if somebody shoots, the others are supposed to break to the basket? Am I wrong on that? What, what, what do you mean? Like if, if you're on offense and, and, and your teammate shoots the ball, you're supposed to go, go get the offensive rebound? <laughs> yeah, I mean, today – and in and, and a lot of games, you look under there, and our guy's shooting, and there'll be two or three under the basket, but it will be them. It won't be us. You know, we, we're, we're a jump-shooting team for some reason. Uh, we're, we're late second in the clock. We're, we're not, we didn't attack enough. Uh, the, I thought the officiating was, was horrible. Uh, and then way too many times we just kind of no identity on offense and it's like all right well there's seven seconds left let let one of our guards take a contested jump shot you're not going to win much that way oh that's true and, and but the rebounding like you said Matt was uh not not right but but so many times they would put up a shot 
and not any of our guys would be under there to get the rebound. But they would, and they'd get the rebound every time. Yeah, I don't thanks, know. On, yeah, thanks, thanks, Cabbage Heads. Ty, I don't know on on scheme. You know how 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 must does it if you send three to the glass or if you send four to the glass? Yeah, really. I've seen them again. I've seen them be a, a good offensive rebounding team, and I've seen them try to get back uh, to present others in transition. So it just uh, it kind of kind of varies on the team. I think a couple times to to Cabbage Heads' point, and we appreciate his call. Is what happened is Makai Mitchell would get drawn away. Uh, because the straight line drive, the thing that keeps killing this team, Matt, is these straight line do- drives they keep allowing. Like there, there's too many blow buys, and what happens when you have these blow buys is you either get paint points or wide open threes for the opposing team. That that that's just continuously hurt them over and over again. Well, and 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 I think you brought this up earlier. This team is less athletic than last year's team. Ricky Council, the fourth. Jordan Walsh, Anthony Black, the athleticism on last year's team uh, is night and day. We, we, we're a step slow when it comes to that, and that's why we're getting blown by. Blown by, um, and, so, and so we're going to have to play better help defense. That's that, that's for sure. But this team is not as athletic as last year's team. No, they are not, and they can't just wave a magic wand and improve that at this point. It's something. Muscleman has to adjust with, so you will win some, I think, some games, Matt, offensively this year where your defense, I think, has been the calling card the last three years. And not that you haven't had offensive players and offensive teams. I'm not saying that. This, and It's not like watching Virginia play basketball. But, again, this team is going to have to win more games offensively, in my opinion, than they are defensively. Man, if I was if I was L. Ellis, I, I, I'm asking Coach, Coach, what can I do to earn a, th- a 30 minutes one game? Get, what what can I do to prove to you uh, that I can lead this team? I can be the point guard of this team 30 minutes because I, I really think it, the, the, his ability to pass the ball and find the open man is I, I think he's our best passer in, in in the guard game that can handle the ball uh, and, and make the right read. Uh, and, and I don't know what it is to get comfortable or what, what he has to do, but but I'd like to see him get some more minutes. I think he could be successful. Yeah, and L had such a good game against Duke. I mean, Matt, he, he's a Durham, North Carolina kid, right? I mean, he grew up in the backyard of Cameron Indoor and didn't get an offer there, didn't get an offer to North Carolina. Um, and so he has a chip on his shoulder. We play Duke, and I know he didn't have the best stats, but he had like six assists, and I don't think he had a turnover in that game. That was the point guard that I was like, okay, this is why they brought him in. And then like tonight, again, he gets that quick yank, and that kills your confidence. Uh, again, two turnovers, and I know that it's frustrating for Eric Musselman. He, he usually pulls guys. You tell me if I'm wrong on this, Matt. I've watched him. He pulls guys for two th- Two reasons: the, the number one being a defensive mistake, and number two is turnovers. And and the the younger guys seem to get a quicker yank than either older guys. Even though Ellis is a again an older player. Yeah, uh, LOE lack of effort, uh, get, get missed assignment on on the defensive end. Uh, that, that, that's that's for sure. And hey, man, I'm I, I have faith in Coach Muss and in in his that he that he's going to get it right. Uh, th- this team just has, you know, th- they have a lot of work to do. They're, they're going to have to play better as a team, uh, especially on the offensive end. But but to me, it starts on the defensive end. You get some stops. You're going to get some easy buckets. But when it does get into a half court game, uh, it's 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 hard to win when when you when you're shooting forty percent, the other two teams shooting fifty percent, and and you're going on a four minute scoring drought. We never really kind of matched that run when Oklahoma made the run. Yeah, and we mentioned earlier in the program that Arkansas has four, excuse me, three games remaining 
in non-conference play before they switch over to conferences. That is the change starting uh, that week. So just get ready for that as we continue to uh, get closer and closer to that January 6th date, as Matt referenced earlier, when the Auburn Tigers come in here to Fayetteville, Arkansas. All right, we've still got about 30 more minutes or so here on Hog Reaction. If you want to call or text us on the McCarty Daniel Hotline, do so at 877-377-6963. It's me, it's Big C, it's Matt Jones. 30 more minutes coming at you on ESPN Arkansas and hitthatline.com. Late left side, Brazil with a shot clock expiring makes the three. Hog Reaction is presented by KC Insurance Partners. KC Insurance Partners, local people helping local people. Go to kcinsuranceharrison.com for more information. As we start the remaining 30 minutes here of Hog Reaction, live from Lefties on Greenwood, really appreciate them having us. Really appreciate our friends at KC Insurance Partners, Kevin and Ricky Cowan, uh, being a part of not just Arkansas game day for football, but our basketball postgame coverage as well. Guys, we do have to mention Shohei Otani, $700 million to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Just to put this in perspective, that is more then the entire Oakland Athletics payroll have spent on every player in the last 10 years. 700 mil, fellas. Phenomenal talent. Uh, just just outrageous contract. And uh, if he's healthy, I mean, yeah, I, you, you try to think of like a Charles Woodson. You, you think of maybe Travis Hunter at uh, Colorado being a, a, a two-way player. Uh, man, just just the the, uh, the what he can do, it, it just hasn't been seen before. It's it's pretty it's pretty remarkable how he's able to do again both things offensively and defensively as well. I'm, Matt, on the subject of money, is is the college football player is that the one that's or when this again with the NIL that's going on, is that where we're going to see like a five million dollar player like what? what what are, what are your thoughts on like how quickly that could happen in college college football or college sports? Yeah, with with with, with the way college football is going, uh, you, you find the right quarterback. Uh, you, you see a guy like uh, Dylan Gabriel, who the numbers and, and the success uh, that that he's had at Oklahoma, and, and then now he's going to go to Oregon uh, to run the show up there. And I I would imagine, and, and Todd, I don't know, but I would imagine that the kid's getting over a mil and a half right now. So so yep. if we're there right now, uh, the the way – and now it's an uncapped market right now. And so maybe it gets a little more regulated and, and it kind of comes down. You saw that happen in the NFL about 20 years ago when Sam Bradford signed that deal and then got hurt. They kind of changed some things around a little bit. Uh, but but absolutely, I mean, it's uh, it's it's a hot market. And, and when, it's, uh, when it's uncapped – you know, you see these players getting in there, getting in the transfer portal, and uh, it, it's 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 what's your value, what you what you're worth, and and, and that's where they go play. Yeah, uh, we heard Matt Rule. It's kind of coincidentally, you're playing Nebraska in volleyball right now. Uh, Matt Rule talked openly. A good quarterback in college football is worth about one to two million dollars. And I I kind of like you. I think Gabriel's probably making that much at Eugene with the old Phil Knight. We always joke about Walmart and Tyson and J.B. Hunt money here in Arkansas. The Nike Phil Knight uh, money is, is a term that's often used in Eugene, Oregon with that. And you look about, I mean, man, I, I don't know if you had a relationship with quarterbacks when, when you came out of high school. Um, but, I mean, you just think about these guys. I would expect that they're probably in communication with one another. It's like, 
Yo, bro, how much are you making at your pit stop, or what are you making there? Do you think that goes on in just amongst quarterbacks in college football? You know, it might. They're, they're kids. You know, as, as you get older, you, you kind of realize not to not to talk about your money or, or somebody else's money. But but kids, they I, I, I bet they do. And I, I think this 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 transfer portal and the money that the, they're, they're making is only going to make the college game. Uh, these kids stay in the college game a little longer. You know, it, it, as far as a guy like Dylan Gabriel, that kid can't play on Sundays. But you know what? He can be an All-American college quarterback. That, that same thing Great with point. Sam Hartman. You know, Wake Forest kid, uh, graduates, you get a free transfer. Not can't Doesn't have the strong enough arm, can't play on Sundays. And that's not a knock on him. But these kids are finding opportunity now to make life-changing money uh, in, their, in their young 20s. And, and it's, it's kind of a business relationship. So let me ask you about a certain quarterback. I don't know if you and Phil, Big C, touched on him on halftime this week. Taylor Green is the young man that's on campus right now. 6'6", 221 pounds, had modest numbers at Boise State. Bobby Petrino has known him since high school days, recruited him when he was at Missouri State at this point. Is that kind of the quarterback you're expecting Petrino to go after as the guy with the rocking arm? Is that kind of kind of the prototypical think that you think he's going to try and get moving forward with this offense? You know, if you got a big arm, uh, you can spread out the field, you can space it, and, and if you can throw it all over the field, I mean, Ryan Mallett had, had the, one of the strongest arms ever, but you, you look around – uh, at the game and uh, a big strong kid that can throw the ball. I, I haven't seen the kid play, but I, I have faith that, that Coach Petrino, what he'll be able to do is is figure out, hey, what throws do you make well? What, what let's 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 go on your strength, and then you kind of develop a game plan based on what he can do well, based on who your receivers are and, and your tight ends, and and then and then about the offensive line as well. You know. Maybe we can't have a lot of five-step drops. Maybe we really can't push the ball all the way down the field all the time. That, that we have to have a quicker passing game. You know, we got to sure up this offensive line. But I think that's what Coach Petrino is going to bring that 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 Enos didn't do was we're we're going to fit the, the this system to the players we have. We're not going to take the players that we have and make them fit my system. And and that's what kind of happened last year. And I, I think that'll help the offense out. Yeah, and how they go about, again, trying to figure it out is going to point. It's going to be something to get a lot of Arkansas fans are watching. Hey, just an update on Arkansas volleyball. They trail by one. It is 14-15 to 15 in favor of Nebraska in the second set right now. Hopefully the, uh, the ladies, yeah, I, I'm again, I, I'm trying to focus on this, but at the same time I'm getting really excited because Arkansas has a chance to do something they've never done before in program history. On that note, we're going to take a short break, and again, we'll come back. We'll talk, we talked a little football there. We'll come back and recap this Arkansas basketball game again, a 70-79 to 79, or 79-70 to 70 loss to the Oklahoma Sooners. What has to happen in this upcoming game moving forward against Lipscomb? Just a heads up. Arkansas does not play for a week. They play Lipscomb in North Little Rock in Simmons Bank Arena next Saturday. So you know, you no know games in Fayetteville for a while. So that's what Arkansas has to get ready for. They got a week. I know Eric Musselman and them have to try and figure stuff out to this point. Again, stay with us right here. It's Hog Reaction, ESPN Arkansas, and hit that line.com. And we welcome you back to Hog Reaction. This is basketball Hog Reaction. Let's jump back into basketball as uh, Gary, Matt, has been a uh, – He's a little frustrated with this. He's like, why are they talking college football when this was supposed to be the basketball hog reaction? That's my fault, Gary. I'll take blame for that. We'll jump back into it to this point. So 
Matt, I know there's been a lot of negative thoughts tonight, so let's end on a positive note. You shot the free throws well, and uh, I know Jalen Graham didn't have his best scoring night, but I thought he played pretty well defensively in the minutes that he was out there to this point. Yeah, Jalen was active. Uh, he, he was aggressive on the offensive end, which which he always is. Uh, you know, L. Ellis had a he had a drive, and it came off, and, and, and Graham had that monster put-back dunk. Uh, that that was big time, and that was back when it was still a game. Like like you said, so at the seven minute mark, seven oh seven, we actually had a two point lead, uh, nineteen to seventeen over OU, and then at the one fifty six mark, so so that's not that's not five minutes. Uh, we're down ten. It was twenty three to thirty three uh, at that point, uh, and then it, we just never kind of kind of going going back. But but he did. I thought Gray, uh, I thought Graham played well when he was in. Yeah, there's some other uh, good things that happened. And I, I thought that, again, I think Eric Musselman got ejected intentionally. He wanted to see the resolve of his team. And they didn't get crushed tonight. Again, a nine-point loss. He would have liked to come out with the win. But I'll, I'll give this team credit for fighting back. And I think, again, Mus wanted to kind of see where this team was at. He Ty, felt like – go ahead, Matt. I was going to ask you a question that you're bringing yep. this up. Do you, do you like that he got uh, ejected? Now, I think that the referees were horrible. I did not think the referees had their best game, but, but that's not, that's, that can't be an excuse. Do you like that? Do you like that move out of your head coach? I mean, we saw Cal do it a couple of years ago as the head coach of Kentucky, and it completely changed the team. So, and, and then Kentucky ultimately ended up winning that game. It just depends on your team, how they respond. And, again, I don't think they quit. They just didn't have enough tonight. I'm not a huge fan of when he goes off at times. I get you take the bad with the good. Um, he knows a lot more about basketball than I do. I'm very aware of that. But I, it's not my favorite. Is, is that fair for me to say, Matt? Well, if you're watching what I was watching, I'd be a little fired up too. I, I thought the refs okay. missed some easy calls, and 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 now we we weren't playing our be, our best, uh, but yeah, it's uh, I, I see your point. It could have kind of and and Keith Smart, he's he's perfect perfectly capable of of running the show for a half. So you, you know it's in good hands. You got Brewer on the bench too. Their their assistant staffs they 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 know what they're doing. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something that you've got some guys that you're competent in, and I think he kind of has that. I know it's hard to think about. He kind of has that in the back of his mind where he's he's thinking about, uh, hey, if I get ejected, what'll happen? This, what'll happen? That. So because he wouldn't um, do it in the like, I mean, if it's a big time game, he's going to keep his cool. Right? Man, I, yeah, no, I, I think I've got to go back and look how many texts. Hold on, I'm going to look this up. How many texts do we have? One. I think each team two, had three. Three, six four, total. Five. Yeah, I mean there was a t <laughs> there was a lot of technical fouls tonight uh, in this basketball game. So uh, again, the officiating was something that a lot of people had issues with to this point. And here's a text to Matt out of the eight seven zero. Why do they let Ellis in battle consistently commit turnovers and take bad shots and stay on the floor yet? Davis and Blocker make one mistake and ride the pine. I wouldn't say that's as much about Devo Davis. I will say, as a young freshman, Lane Blocker does not have as much of a, a chance to make a mistake. That's pretty common in college basketball when you're a young guy. You don't get as much as, say, a, a veteran at this point. Um, but I have noticed that battle is allowed to to do a little more and not get yanked. Do you just see, see that being just because of the offense that he provides, that he has more of a a luxury in in certain situations, Matt. Yeah, you know, battle. That's the type of player he is. You you almost got to rein him in a little bit. Uh, he he's so talented. He's a one track mind out there. 
and, and if he gets it going, he he can be an absolute star. And and a lot of times, what was that stat? The, like, like was it over over twenty? I mean, over fifty percent of his games that he started in, in college basketball or played in that he he scored twenty points or more. So so he can get it going. Uh, but he is he's a score first guard. Uh, I, I think L gets taken out pretty quick. I, I don't know how long his leash is. Um, I like what I see out of Blocker. He's a he's a freshman. He's an athlete. He's learning when he's out there. He might be one of our our most athletic guards out there. He's only going to get better. Uh, no no question about that. Uh, Devo, you know Devo's he's he's Mister Razorback. D- Devo, he's uh, he, he's he's when when the game matters, you you want Devo Davis out there. Yeah, I know that he hasn't necessarily been the same score this season, but he's not being asked to do that by Eric Musselman and this staff. He's kind of going back to the role of his sophomore and, and freshman season. I, I think he's acclimated. He's tried to acclimate as, as much as he can when it comes to that situation at, at this point in time. And I, I think for for Arkansas basketball heading into this week, Musk was talking about after the game that they just need to focus on themselves. Not that uh, Lipscomb, well, not that they won't do a scouting report on Lipscomb or anything, but uh, this this next game, Matt, is more about Arkansas than it is uh, the team from Nashville. You know, go out there and, and, and play fun, play free, share the ball, play play for one another, play for your teammate on on both sides of the ball. Uh, and, and you're right, we're we're going to be the more more talented team these next three games. Take one at a time. Uh, go out there and have fun with your teammates. Compete. Uh, know know your assignment. Go go watch some film. Talk on the defensive side of the ball. Got to play better defense. If if you're going to do anything in March, uh, obviously you have to be able to shoot the ball uh, and and not commit turnovers. But you have to be able to play defense and get stops. Uh, You got to be able to get back-to-back stops. Um, And and so just go back into the lab and and, and get to work. I mean, it's a long season still. Yeah, there's still a lot of time left. And you said something important there. So Arkansas can't. As the better team, they can't afford to take a backseat. I mean, you're six and four right now. You want to be nine and four before heading into conference play. And this UNC Williamson team that Matt referenced earlier in the show, uh, they're the ones that went to Rupp and beat Kentucky. That's right before New Year's. I know you can get a little sleepy, a little lackadaisical on December the 30th, right before you. We all know you're going out the next night, so they've got to lock that in. Uh, Lipscomb's had good teams before. I don't know much about Abilene Christian, but it's just kind of a an interesting setup right before conference play to to this point in time and you got to get healthy like for trevin brazil who we brought up earlier matt uh hopefully to have another week to rest that ankle because i mean those things linger and i i hope that he has a more productive game in north little rock than he did necessarily tonight yeah he's a young kid He'll, he'll 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 fast uh but but yeah you don't need him to to win these next couple games and and maybe it is a chance for somebody to step up and as long as he didn't do any further damage to tonight you, you know and, and he keeps progressing uh on, on on the right format then yeah you know keep on going injuries are part of it sprained ankles are part of it um but the the, the guards are gonna have to play better as a unit they're gonna have to play for one another they're 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 not really cohesive. Our our guards on the offensive side of the ball, a lot of one or two pass, and a lot of standing, a lot of just kind of watching and motioning, and uh, they're they're not really playing fluid. Or, or they're they're going to have to they're going to have to better play better team offense. Yep, they will. You're exactly right about that. Well, guys, it's been a uh, it's been an interesting night again. Seventy nine to seventy, the final here on uh, on in Tulsa at the BOK Center and. You think about just the the setup of this moving forward. Uh, 
Mad Big C, is there an appetite for you guys and you think Arkansas fans to continue to play a game, not against Oklahoma, because it'll be home and home after this year, home or away. Is there an appetite to continue to play another opponent in Tulsa at the BOK Center? I, I I couldn't tell the crowd on on, on the TV. I saw Jalen Williams in the stands. Uh, that that was yep. pretty cool. Uh, you know the the Razorback fans. I know they travel. They'll, they'll go watch the Hogs play anywhere in the country. Uh, no question about that. As as fans, you you want to see the Hog offense get more easy shots. We we took a lot of contested shots to this evening, and and, and not enough easy ones. Uh, yeah, I think the wherever the Hogs play, Ty, I think that the, the Razorback fans will show up. What about you, Big C? Do you want to see this game continue in Tulsa against another opponent? I'm starting to kind of feel like I do with the A&M football series. It's like, I mean, yeah, you you would like to play it. You'll have fans there every time they play there, but there's nothing about the BOK Center that makes me, like, excited for the game. I don't know if it's just because we haven't necessarily – played that well i mean i know we won last year but it just feels like it hasn't been the kindest place to us i don't know what are we go ahead one and two just said this is the third year i know that's that's a small sample size but i guess i'd have have to see more games there uh i I don't see any reason to quit right now i mean to keep in the series there but you know as far as who we would play uh I'd like to see it change from Oklahoma, to be honest. Well, it's, go- it's going to regardless. Oklahoma's not going to play Arkansas in this game moving forward, but it would just be a matter if they played another opponent. Oklahoma State, some of some regional team, Wichita State. I just wonder from an administration standpoint where Eric Musselman mentioned that earlier this week, if that continues with another opponent that Arkansas plucks in and tries to get a contract with with this game moving forward. But Why not Baylor? I mean, I know they're a – pretty tough team year in year out but i mean what it just depends on what your you know your goals are like do you want to play a tough schedule early in early in the year oklahoma is usually tough but i mean it, they haven't been ranked very often when we've played them see and, and yeah. that's that's kind of a to to the point ty i thought oklahoma was the tougher more physical team i thought we were i thought we were more athletic than oklahoma i just thought they they played more physical and and tougher that this team needs to get a little tougher yeah, and it, again, it's a wake-up call. And if they think that win against Duke is going to be the, how it's going to go the rest of the season, they've got another team coming. If you think tonight was tough, there's going to be several games in SEC play that will be eye-openers to this basketball team. Must knows that. Hopefully the team knows that as well. Well, guys, it's been fun. Again, Matt Jones, Christian Johnson, alongside Ty Richardson. Fellas, I appreciate you doing this hour and a half with us tonight, man. Ty, that was fun today, but uh, let's go Hogs. Let, let's get a victory, and next time we, we we meet up, let's let's hope we're talking about a dub. I agree. We, we, well, so Hog reaction will continue once the Auburn game concludes. So we've got a about a month off or so, and then we'll get going once again. Really appreciate Casey Insurance Partners being a part of this. For Matt Jones, Big C, I'm Ty Richardson. Be safe driving home. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.